This is Play the Right Way Podcast. I'm Steve Finnamore. Today's Monday, December 28th, and this is episode 17. Let's talk some basketball. Did anyone see the Dallas Mavericks LA Clippers game on Sunday? Halftime, Dallas led 77 to 27. Let me repeat that. 77 to 27 at halftime. After 24 minutes of basketball, the Clippers had 27 points. Unbelievable. Now, granted, Kawhi Leonard did not play for the Clippers. But, I I mean, Kawhi's not making up 50 points at half. Maybe it doesn't happen if Kawhi plays. Maybe it does. Who knows? Final score, Mavericks 124, Clippers 73. Dallas actually outscored LA by one in the second half. I would have loved to have been in that locker room. What do you say as a head coach to your team if you're down by 50 points? I I couldn't imagine what Ty Lue said to those guys. Now look, it's early in the season. Teams have played two, three, four games. I get it. There were so many excuses for the Clippers yesterday though. It, it, It was amazing. I'm just tired of excuses. When players play bad, why can't we just come out and say, We played shitty. We weren't very good tonight. You know, we didn't make shots. Why does everyone come up with excuses? I I think that's part of the problem in society, not only in sports, but but in our everyday lives. It just seems like we're making excuses for poor performance. Like, why can't we just be honest and just say, hey, you know, we had too many turnovers. We our, Our defense wasn't very good. It just seems that people get offended defensive, and upset when you talk about those things. Let's go over some college from Saturday. Gonzaga took care of Virginia, 98-75. It was never really a game. You know, everyone talks about this pack line defense that Virginia plays. I I, got to admit, I, I don't understand it, and I'll probably never understand it, but everyone talks about it. And, I mean, I know Gonzaga's a machine. They're the best team in college basketball. Corey Kispert, 32 points. Drew Timmy, 29. But there was no stopping Gonzaga. Pack line defense or not. Gonzaga's now 7-0 on the season. They have a game tonight. If you haven't seen Gonzaga, I highly recommend you watch them. But tonight, they're 40 points favorite against Northern Arizona. I don't know what Northern Arizona has. I don't even know their record. But they're in for a tough game tonight, so I hope they're ready. In the NBA on Saturday night, I saw something that we talk about quite often. Late in the game, say less than 10 seconds, maybe 15 seconds, one team is up 20, 25 points, no chance of a comeback, of course. Do you shoot the ball or do you dribble it out? In the NBA, which which I find kind of refreshing, you see players dribble the ball out at the end. No one goes in and tries to shoot. You see it occasionally. The Pacers, I, I, I didn't understand this the other night. Cassius Stanley of Indiana steals a pass. There's six seconds left. Chicago throws the ball away. The, 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 the game's out of reach. Stanley takes the ball coast to coast and goes in and tries to dunk it. But Denzel Valentine of Chicago Bulls is not having any of it. He sprints back on D and blocks Stanley's attempted dunk. No basket. Buzzer sounds. Game over. 
I, I'll never understand that. I, I hear people say, oh, you play to the final buzzer. I, I, I just think there's an unwritten rule somewhere. You just dribble it out. Like Stanley makes the steal. Just take a couple of dribbles to half court, get over half court, let the six seconds run out, game over. We could have had an injury on that last play. Could even have had a fight. You just never know. How about Northwestern? The Wildcats. 3-0 in the Big Ten. I've mentioned them here on the podcast. First time since 1967 that the Wildcats are 3-0. Hey, did you know Kevin O'Neill once coached Northwestern? He was there for three years. And in his last season in 1999-2000, the Wildcats were 0-16. I wonder where KO is this these days. I know he, after Northwestern, he coached the Pistons a while. He coached the Raptors. I think he was at Arizona. I think he was at USC. I, I haven't heard from Kevin O'Neill in a long time. I always liked his coaching style. You know, he, he was he was pretty tough. He was a shouter. He was a screamer. He liked to holler a lot. But I always thought he was good X's and O guy. On Saturday, I also watched Louisville and Kentucky. The Cardinals won 62 to 59. Kentucky's now one and six. They have a lot of problems down there. Problem number one is they can't shoot the ball. I know John Calipari has his guys in the gym working extra hard on their shooting because that's that's the bottom line. And, And I'm stating the obvious here, but if you can't make shots, you have no chance. And the game is turned to to such a three-point shooting type of style of play. I watched the NBA last night. Guys are just chucking it from the cheap seats left and right. Matter of fact, the Bulls won a game at the buzzer last night. Actually, no, I'm sorry. The Bulls lost to the Warriors at the buzzer. Golden State made a three. But getting back to that Kentucky game, you know, I hear coaches say, I got to kick my players out of the gym. Uh, We gave them two days off. I, I don't be, I don't believe in that narrative sometimes. I think guys got to keep shooting, keep working on their shot. Kentucky's like shooting in the 20 percentile. I, I mean, that that's incredible. So hopefully the Wildcats are in the gym getting up some extra shooting. By the way, Dick Vitale did that game on Saturday. I thought he did a good job. He had this great quote. There's a player or two in Kentucky's program. Apparently they were upset about their playing time, lack of it. And, and there were some meetings, there was some conversation between Calipari and parents and AAU and high school coaches. And, and Vital came out and he said publicly, you prove in practice you can play. If you help the team, you're gonna play. You prove it every day in your work ethic and the way you do it on a daily basis in practice, end quote. I thought it was incredible that Vital came out and said that. Usually when you listen to Dickie Vital, He's all about the entertainment. Oh, baby, he's awesome with a capital A, baby. Oh, he's a diaper dandy. You know, things like that. He never really gives any any insight into things. He never tells you why things happen or how things happen. You know, Vital's one of those announcers who tells you what happened. Like, like we need that. We're watching the game, Dickie V. I know the guy went in on the left side and took a left-handed layup. Yeah, that's fundamentally sound. We get that. But he told us something on Saturday that was pretty, pretty impactful. So listen, guys, it's all about the practice. Coaches are not stupid. If you're performing in practice, you're going to get some playing time for sure. A lot of basketball on Christmas. There were two or three Big Ten games. There were, what, five NBA games. We went from noon to midnight on Christmas. I hope you squeezed some time in with your family, had, had some dinner. I, I'll never forget 
my first NBA experience at Madison Square Garden, 1976, Christmas night. New York Knicks took on the Philadelphia 76ers. It was Julius Irving's first game in Madison Square Garden as a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. The Knicks lost by one. It broke my heart that night, but I'll never forget it. Fast forward eight years later, 1984, Madison Square Garden. Bernard King scores 60 points for the New York Knicks. You see it often when they show highlights of Christmas Day performances. They always show Bernard King dropping 60 on the nets. But they make a major omission. They never tell you that the Knicks lost the game. And Michael Ray Richardson of the New Jersey Nets had 36 points. Also a side note to that night, Albert King, younger brother of Bernard, did not play in that game that night. So you think Albert knew something that Bernard was going to come out that night and go off? But those are my two Christmas day slash night memories of NBA basketball, two which I'll never forget. Shout out to the Oakland Grizzlies. Greg Campy's team swept U of D over the weekend. They won Saturday and they won Sunday. It's something you're seeing quite often around college basketball in America. Schools are playing each other back to back, uh, consecutive nights. I, I like it. But, you know, talking to some coaches, that they're not in favor of it. He said it's a really weird, they say it's a really, really weird time now. Uh, and, and I get it. We're 42 weeks into the pandemic, I believe. And, and it's just been crazy. Anyway, stay well and hope everybody's doing okay. Today, I believe, is the, on this day, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, shout out to ESPN because I saw this this morning on one of their email services that I subscribe to. Apparently, back in 1979, Magic and Larry Bird met for the first time. They met 37 times over their career, 18 times in the regular season, 19 in the playoffs. The first time they ever played was in college, 1979, March 26th, NCAA Championship. And here's another history lesson. You're getting three today. It was my first time watching an NCAA Championship. It was unbelievable. I was 14 years old. I'll never forget it. I watched it on a small black and white TV. The antenna was a coat hanger, and I had to keep adjusting it to get a good picture. Black and white, I watched the basketball game. I'll never forget it. Magic's team won. Spartans came out on top 75-64. It's a time I'll never forget. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, as we all know, I mean, they, they some people say they changed the NBA. They, they helped create what it is today and I hope no one ever forgets those guys today's schedule pretty big time especially in the Big Ten Maryland and Wisconsin at seven Michigan State takes on Minnesota at eight I mentioned Gonzaga plays tonight against Northern Arizona there's a handful of games this afternoon I think they're on ESPN plus they're probably on ESPN three a uh, bunch of mid-majors playing starting at one o'clock also tonight in the NBA there's five games Looking forward to that. NBA TV, I believe they have a free preview for the next day or two. So check in on that. That's about it for now. Appreciate you listening. I always enjoy coming on and recording a podcast. This is number 17. We've been at it for a couple of weeks now. I hope everyone has a great day. Stay safe. And remember, always play the right way. Take care.